Namaste. Welcome to the online samosa with Yamini Mitter. And namaste from Sandeep Tiwari. And today, our topic is going to be yeah. another very interesting topic. <laughs> Managing emotions so that you can reach freedom from emotional atyachar. <laughs> freedom from emotional, you can say... Uh, mismanagement and pain <laughs> hmm. <laughs> emotional pain that your emotions give you because of your own expectation up and down all because you are the strength that you have inside to be able to do the things that you want to do without your emotions getting in the way or making you feel like doing things that you that you don't want to do or making you do things that you don't want to do but the feelings just get in the way okay so emotions need to be managed mm -hmm. for you to be successful. Otherwise, the idea that a lot of people in the West and now in the East are copying or following, follow your passion, mm -hmm. becomes meaningless. Oh. Because ultimately, your deepest down passion mm -hmm. is not to go work for 18 hours a day. Mm -hmm. okay. no, nobody has that passion. Mm. The passion is not it work 18 hours. The passion is to accomplish something. Mm. Right? Yes. And what am I accomplishing? Something that will eventually do make me feel good, make me feel loved. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So if smart people mm. cut short the, the intermediate steps mm -hmm. and they say, ultimately, I need to feel good, right? So I'm just going to lie here, lie here on my sofa. I already feel good. <laughs> That's one method by which follow your passion idea mm -hmm. hijacks you. Okay. The second method by which it hijacks you mm -hmm. is follow your passion results in I want to do something I really am passionate about, mm -hmm. but it doesn't earn money. Mm -hmm. It has no discipline, has no oversight. Mm -hmm. If I do a bad job, nobody in the world knows, nobody can tell me. Mm -hmm. It's just me by myself. Mm -hmm. So then I go into this self-appreciation mode in mm. which there is no check and balance mm. to make sure I'm actually doing something worthwhile mm. that can earn a livelihood or, or earn me respect mm. or earn me food or anything like that. Mm. And you start believing the idea that just doing this will get me everything magically. Mm. It doesn't. The minute you put a check and balance in place, meaning say I want to become a famous, a world famous artist mm -hmm. right, in my mind. And then you say, well, nobody can know what is art. I decide what is art. Mm -hmm. Now there's no check and balance. Uh -huh. I'm passionate about doing something in which nobody on earth can check. Mm. Even I don't want to check. And at the end of the day, mm. I am the judge of whether I worked hard or not about me following my passion mm. and my paintings don't sell. So I just blame the world. Oh. And that's it. So that's not called following your passion. Mm. Pa following your passion means that it must provide value. You must generate something mm -hmm. that is, is going to be checkable. Like, for example, when Picasso, give an example of Picasso painting. Mm -hmm. When Picasso would paint and people would ask him, he's, he would say, uh, I am trying to communicate so many different thoughts that I think society needs to know. Okay. Mm -hmm. And since my verbal skills aren't so good, otherwise I'd be writing, mm -hmm. I write on my canvas. And my, I, the skill that I need, mm -hmm. I had to develop just like an author like William Shakespeare had to develop the skill with words. So the skills I developed mm -hmm. because my need to communicate was so high and my ideas 
that I thought had so much thought. Mm. Not just I'm putting paint on canvas, therefore I'm a painter. No. Painter is someone who has something to say to the world that changes the world, that is a reflection of the world that helps the world get better. Mm. For example, right? Okay. Similarly, music and other things. Or similarly, photography, anything you do, right? So the way you find passion is not this way, right? Not what do I feel like doing, right? It must serve something because that is truly satisfying. So let's come back to the root of mood management or mind management. The root of mood management Mm -hmm. is the following two ideas, Mm -hmm. okay? We all have ego Mm -hmm. and emotions reside inside your ego or with your ego. Emotions and ego are always together. In, in Hinduism, we say the man yeah. is, a, is the root, the base mm-hmm. of your aham, your ego, mm-hmm. and your emotion. Okay? okay? It is the root of your, both of them, bhava, emotion. Okay. And they are always together because emotions are what you feel. Mm-hmm. And the thing that feels is called ego. Oh, wow. So closely related. They, they have to be together, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the ego now needs to be managed. It's the same as saying your emotions need to be managed. It's the same thing. And the ego is only driven by two ideas. Mm. Make a note. <laughs> <laughs> Idea number one. I want to do things that will gain me joy. Mm. That make me feel good. I must feel good. I am trying to do actions that make me feel good. Then the second kind of action is that one that avoids pain. Sukh prapti, dukh nivritti. Okay, these are the only two ideas that drive your ego. Now everything has to fit into this. Like what? Mm-hmm. Okay, what are the things on average that make you feel good? Survival. Mm-hmm. Feel good. If I give you a choice, mm-hmm. uh, eat this raw pineapple. Mm-hmm. You'll survive. Eat this ripe pineapple with poison in it. You will die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For the joy of eating the ripe pineapple, will you eat it? Mm-hmm. Nobody. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you'll feel like eating the raw pineapple. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you say, <laughs> ah, I feel like eating this one. Because <laughs> my other choice will kill me. Mm-hmm. Right? Survival. So survival feels good. Mm-hmm. Getting a job feels good. Keeping your job feels good. Why does having a job that earns money or etc. feel so good? Because the job gives you a sense of identity which directly feeds your ego. Mm-hmm. I am a nurse. Yeah. I'm a plumber. I'm a software engineer. Mm-hmm. You get identity. Now you are somebody. Your ego wants that identity. So mm-hmm. it says a job is important. The minute you're fired, you feel terrible. Mm. Why? Because now that identity just got lost until you, again, find a second job, another job. Right? Mm. Okay. Food makes you feel good. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Why? Because yeah. it ensures survival. Mm-hmm. Good food, even better. Tasty, rich food for some people feel tastes better. Why? Because they want to feel 
that they can afford richness, mm. something they didn't have before, and they can look down on other people that can't afford it. Mm. That looking down is part of the ego enhancement. Mm. Why? Why? Because it means I have reached a place where my survival is more guaranteed. I have more money and I'm showing off. I'm letting you know I am this person mm. that has a better survivability than you, poor person. Mm. Because my survival need hijacked. I became bigger than they need to become. Mm. So now my ego is fed by food. Security, a sense of I'm secure. Respect. These are the ideas that make you feel good. Then what makes you feel bad? Death. Dying. Yes. Feel bad. Not having a job. Failure feels bad. Success feels good. I have to explain that one in a minute, okay? No food makes you feel bad. (laughs) No security makes you feel bad. So, Dukh Nivritti. You're trying to get rid of the idea of no security, no food, no respect. Mm. And no failure. Failure, we can talk about. Failure and success are of two types. Say I tried hard at five at five different things and mm. I failed. Mm. Okay. Mm. Now I have experiential knowledge mm-hmm. that trying new things results in failure. Mm-hmm. So now someone says, go try a sixth new thing. Mm, I, I don't feel like it. Okay. Feeling, I may want to, mm. but my feeling engine says, mm. if I do this and I fail again, I can almost guarantee I will fail again because of my past record. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like doing it and I will put a break on it. I'll say, oh, and I'll start saying, I, if I say no to you, something mm-hmm. so logical and something worth doing, people mm-hmm. will fight with me. So instead of slowing, saying no, I start putting the soft break. Mm-hmm. I start walking slowly. Mm-hmm. Everything becomes this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll get to it. Oh, yeah, I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You become that person because you're actually afraid of one more failure. Wow. Which means you are doing the right thing from the ego point of view. Mm-hmm. You are trying to prevent that pain from happening. Mm-hmm. So you're not doing it. So you therefore are in your mind thinking, mm-hmm. I was successful in gaining joy. <laughs> I prevented pain from coming to me. Mm-hmm. I'm successful. Mm-hmm. By successfully not doing something, mm-hmm. I gained some pleasure. Mm-hmm. Okay, because from the simplistic point of view, because the ego and mind have no foresight, no long-term planning, no wisdom. Okay, now if you have wisdom, you can marry them into, and I will talk about that matrix in a quick second. Mm. How does wisdom plus ego plus mind work? (laughs) They also work together, okay? Mm. All right, but first you have to understand this base layer that when you are afraid of trying new things continuously, it's because of, this reason, Dukh Nivritti, you are successfully preventing new pain. And mm-hmm. if someone tells you, I will work with you, I will help you, mm-hmm. then you are now seeing, are you going to judge me? Then my pain will be even bigger. Mm-hmm. So I don't want your help. Wow. But if I feel for some reason mm-hmm. that you will be able to help me without judging me mm-hmm. and you, with working with you has always been generating success, then I'd say sure. Then I'll work with you because I feel at the end of the day, I will be successful with you. Only then will I say yes. Okay. Which means teamwork. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But this kind of, you can say, highly insured teamwork. Teamwork where I have guarantee to be successful. Which means that my risk-taking capacity has come down. Which means now I have to work on that. 
But I, I, how do I work on that? By first taking guaranteed help and then slowly expanding my ability to take some risk help. Okay. But we haven't come to wisdom yet. I just want to explain this at this level works. For up to 13 years old, this works. Hmm. By 17, your long-term planning, so front part of your cerebral cortex starts to be engaged and fully grown. It's not fully grown till then. You cannot. You are incapable of serious amount of long-term planning till age 17. The brain part is not developed, right? You can't play really good chess until you're 17 years old. It's not possible. That it's not developed. Mm. All right. Mm. So then wisdom can come in. Wow. Why? Because now planning is wisdom. They go together. What happens now? Ego is, in addition to being managed by these two ideas, gaining joy and avoiding pain, mm. Mm. it is also managed by the following ideas. Mm. The level of wisdom you have, whatever you have. It is also managed by your ability to do long-term planning with real data, not mental data, not data your mind makes up. Long-term planning based on reality. Okay. That can help you manage your ego. Mm -hmm. If you're using fake data, like I go on the internet and I find whatever I suits me, I feel like, I find data that I like and data that I don't like, I ignore. Mm-hmm. then you're no longer in the long-term planning. You're no, no longer in the wisdom. You're back to 13-year-old and below. Why? Mm-hmm. Because your data is what you feel like doing. So now you're doing, I get the data that feels good. I avoid the data that feels bad. I have no interest in reality. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell you how many analysts I know in jobs mm-hmm. who think like this. They have some ideas mm-hmm. that they bought into and now they continuously find ideas to support their they find data to support their ideas, even though other data exists that proves that their idea is unfounded or no longer valid. Okay. So that comes to a different question of how open are you? I can be a good analyst and not be open. I can be close-minded. Mm-hmm. And close-minded people, unfortunately, are out of touch with their own and the universe's reality, and they need to awaken. Okay. That's the separate thing. So ego is managed by wisdom, by long-term planning and thinking, and by a third thing called experiential knowledge. Mm-hmm. Okay. Experiential knowledge is knowledge where you say, when something I learned that was new, I had not done before, even though I failed at that attempt, but the knowledge stayed with me and that experiential knowledge is now part of me, I can use it. The part that remains with you, whether you are actually successful or failed from other people's point of view, that knowledge coming out of experience is called experiential knowledge. Because that knowledge is now part of you, it already changed you. For example, mm-hmm. say you attempted to ride a bike. Mm-hmm. And after 15 attempts, you were able to ride a bike. Mm-hmm. Now, if I give you a racing bike, you fall. So people think, ha, everyone laughs at you. Mm-hmm. So you say, I'm not going to get on a racing bike. And you mm-hmm. t- start telling people, I don't like to bike, I don't like to bike. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you already learned how to bike. Mm-hmm. In an emergency tomorrow, you have to ride a bike because there's a snake chasing to bike you. Mm. You will get on a bike and you will be able to bike away. Mm. Not a racing bike, but a regular bike. Mm -hmm. Because that experiential knowledge, you cannot even deny to yourself, I don't know it. Mm -hmm. You want to challenge me? I'll give you a different one. Say Mm -hmm. I teach you how to swim in a swimming pool. Mm -hmm. Then I put you in a river and you start to drown. Mm -hmm. You say, "Ah, I don't know how to swim. Mm -hmm. But inside you, you know you you know how to swim. Because you already swam in a pool. Next time you're in a pool, you're fine. You don't drown in a pool next time. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Now ask the question of river swimming. That takes some skill. A little bit of additional learning. You try and you'll figure that out. Mm-hmm. Right? But experiential knowledge, once you gain it, mm-hmm. even you cannot fool yourself. Okay? Therefore, wisdom tells you now, you must keep gaining experiential knowledge. Because it stays with you and it shifts you and you cannot undo it. Experiential knowledge cannot be undone. Okay, so your investment in experiential knowledge is a critical part of your growth and success and you must do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so these three things influence ego. And if you can influence ego, then you can influence your mind and manage the thoughts inside your mind. Okay, you want to repeat the same three things again? What, it the, is, the, what is the wisdom? wisdom? Long-term yes. planning. Okay, and experiential Long, knowledge. Yeah, but long-term planning based on reality, not based on mind supporting ideas not closed minded people okay and same person can be open minded in science mm-hmm. and closed minded in religion or spirituality mm-hmm. are they fully a total op- are they fully an open minded person no mm-hmm. no because if you're totally open minded you can say i haven't found the science to support religion but if ever i do i will i will appreciate it that is an open-minded person. I don't fully support XYZ idea, but I'm open to real data anybody shows me or I find myself and I will completely change my point of view. I'm not married to the idea of being anti-XYZ. Whatever it is, that is true openness. Okay, That makes space in your brain to accept new data without judgment, without it being something you like. Judgment and liking are similar methods of hijacking yourself. Okay. okay. Now, this is how, these are the forces that are available to manage your ego and your mind. But in addition to these forces, meaning gaining joy, avoiding pain, and then using some longer term angles, such as wisdom, long-term planning, and experiential knowledge, other than that, you need one other thing. So all of these things that I just told you, which are motivators, are in one category. Okay. The second category is muscle. Hmm. The mind Mm -hmm. and the ego are a force to be reckoned with. They are very strong forces inside your brain. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when they're wrong, they hijack you. When they're right, also they hijack you. Mm -hmm. So these are strong forces. They control you. Mm -hmm. And you need something else to manage them when they are wrong, when they need to be managed because your your wisdom doesn't agree with the ego's desires. Mm. You understand what I said? Sometimes your ego will have a strong idea. It will be married to some idea. Mm. And now it will have data to support it and it will ignore data to not support it. And you are in this bad place. Mm. Right? Mm. So you now need something else to manage this very strong force. And that is called muscle. Okay. Mind muscle. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you must be so strong that you can strong arm your own ego. That means that the source of that, that muscle, mm-hmm. first of all, needs to be strong. And then it needs a source. Mm-hmm. It needs an idea to support it. Mm-hmm. To make it strong. We'll come to that. But first, you must have the raw muscle. Mm-hmm. And the raw muscle... It's called manobal in Hindi. Mm-hmm. Okay. In English, it's called willpower. Yeah. A very 
commonly used term. Yeah. And willpower and manobal have a limit. They can only they they only have fifteen percent of the strength that you imagine. Meaning, say at your maximum willpower, you were, you were able to do something very difficult, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But in one hour or some fifteen percent of your day work, mm-hmm. your willpower will run out. Willpower doesn't last the whole time. It just dries out quickly. It can only do so much, and then it's tired. <laughs> okay. Therefore, you must use it carefully. Mm-hmm. You cannot just say. Oh, I'm sitting on this seat. There's a thorn. Mm. Let me sit on it. I can handle the pain. Oh, right. Say, mm. say you can handle the pain. It's not a big thorn. It's a small thorn. Right. After fifteen percent of the day, you will give up. Mm. Why? Because willpower only lasts that long. So don't plan on using willpower all day long your whole life. And many people make this mistake, and then they give up, and then they say, "I don't have it. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not able to do anything. Yes. I'm not as strong as you." No, the guy who's doing it is not strong. Mm. He just knows that willpower needs is needed in emergencies. Mm. Rest of the time, you must actually have the raw muscle to manage the ego to align it by using other methods. These five six methods that I just said, mm-hmm. the willpower only helps you in an emergency. Okay, then you must use one of these things, such as wisdom, long term planning, right? If you don't use this, you're out. So, what does it mean to build the muscle first of all? Because if this muscle is not strong for willpower, you cannot even do fifteen percent. Yeah. Okay. So you must develop it, and and it's a muscle. Anyone who's done bodybuilding will tell you: mm. if you don't work out every day, your muscle atrophies, dies, becomes weak. So mm. you have to practice manobal every day. You have to practice building mental strength, willpower every day. Mm. And there are some known techniques for doing them. Okay. Okay. I'll give you. I'll list six of them, seven of them, and you mm-hmm. can decide which ones make sense for you. Mm-hmm. Right? And nobody knows these techniques better than the military because the military has a job in which no excuses for failure are acceptable. Mm-hmm. Why? Because then the whole country becomes a slave if you if the military loses. Right? They can't afford to lose. So the the military is the master of management, mm-hmm. by the way, and so they use it. One of them is wake up in the morning, get out of bed right away, make your bed. Make your bed. <laughs> what is actually making the bed that meaningful and critical by itself? No, you're going to go right back into it and sleep. You're going to mess it up again. Nobody mm-hmm. cares how well your bed is made. Mm-hmm. That's not why you do it. Mm-hmm. You don't do it because you plan never to sleep in it. You do it because it's your start of manobal muscle building. Mm-hmm. It's called discipline. Mm-hmm. So you wake up in the morning and you have a routine of things you will do that prepare you for handling that day's work. Mm. Get up, shower, brush your teeth, meditate, mm. do some exercise if morning exercise or evening exercise. You choose which one to make your bed, put everything where it belongs. Mm. Why? Because in an emergency, you must know where everything is. Mm-hmm. Not I'm looking for my keys. I'm looking. No, everything must have a place. Everything must be put back in its place. Your room must be organized, mm. not neat looking. Mm-hmm. Some people think organized means everything looks proper. No, mm-hmm. then they hide everything under the in in, in a big drawer. <laughs> yes. Now now the room looks clean. I can't find anything. No, mm-hmm. get organized, not neat looking. We don't care neat looking. You must know where everything is. Everything mm-hmm. has its place. So obviously, over time, everything starts to be neat looking. Mm-hmm. But that's not the goal. 
you can be unneat looking and organized i'm okay with it okay. <laughs> but discipline mm-hmm. discipline meaning this right mm-hmm. i do this 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 mm-hmm. even if i have not no no plans for the day like a saturday or a sunday mm-hmm. i still build my manobal exercise muscles by making my bed for example if you're weak in manobal you must follow these things mm-hmm. so that's one second is i eat food at a fixed time mm-hmm. if i'm hungry in the middle i don't eat oh okay. why because i need my body to be ready for food at fixed times because that's what is healthy for my stomach then i don't become a slave to my sense of feeling hungry because that hunger mm. if i keep feeding it at times is like the dog the pet dog you have mm. that you feed when you sit on the dining table Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that so many times in life. What you know what happens to the dog mm. if you keep feeding the dog every time you sit on the dining table? Mm. Every time you sit on the dining table, the dog is stressed. Why? Mm. Because the dog thinks, am I going to get food this time or not? Mm. Am I going to? Yeah. But yeah. if you make a rule, mm-hmm. I will never nobody in the house will ever feed the dog when we are eating on the dining table. Mm. Then the dog becomes suddenly stress-free. Mm. He says, "Oh, they're sitting on the dining table. No food for me. Never." Mm. I can just walk around do my own business. I don't have to chase around you and wonder and wonder and wonder mm-hmm. and my heartbeat goes up. If you had a heartbeat monitor on the dog, mm-hmm. every time you were feeding the dog yeah. from the dining table, the poor dog will be palpitating. Wow. So, so much many, stress yes. you're giving to the dog you love, your your pet. You don't love the dog if mm-hmm. you're doing this. Okay? Similarly for your mind. Mm-hmm. If you keep feeding the mind at mm-hmm. non eating hours, mm-hmm. you will basically strengthen your muscle that is hijacking the mind mm. why would you do that we are building the manobal that says food comes at fixed time by and large mm. okay unless salt is low in your body for whatever reason your breakfast was not salt enough right mm-hmm. and you're going to pass out no don't do that others i mean there is an emergency override right but mm. it is b- basically built on chemistry and science not on your feelings yeah enjoy hunger enjoy eating you must enjoy hunger every day you must enjoy eating every day not i eat and eat and eat and i never enjoy hunger i never face hunger because just as soon as i face hunger within 10 minutes i get something i go to a vending machine i buy something no mm. then you just fed the dark side <laughs> just fed yes. the side that makes you weak okay so this is a, so one is do things in the right order get organized another is organize your body mm-hmm. experiential knowledge mm-hmm. hunger feels good mm-hmm. okay but thirsty no yes must drink thirst is not allowed mm-hmm. hunger is okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right you must hydrate appropriately mm-hmm. and if you're appropriately hydrated and you feel still feel thirsty mm-hmm. then yeah you feel thirsty but you know you're hydrated mm-hmm. that is what i mean not i carry a bottle on my hip every time mm-hmm. yeah in some in some professions you can do that in some you cannot you choose okay all right so the second part is bodily related activity that gives you manobal mm. okay got it including my sleep time you must have a window of sleeping 45 minute window in, in which you will go to bed on an average mm. right and there it takes time to get got to bed and sleep so mm. don't just think that you know i just go up and i'll be sleep no it doesn't work like that go to bed you have to it takes time it takes time to brush your teeth and get organized calm down mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. and then when you go to sleep tell yourself i mm-hmm. will now sleep peacefully yeah. everything that has to be faced will be faced mm-hmm. tomorrow mm-hmm. so you give yourself freedom to be 
fleet of stress. Okay. By sleeping, by having a, a system for sleeping, I will now sleep. Everything that has to be faced will be faced tomorrow. I don't have to worry all night. Okay. okay. All right. So that's the second part. Mm-hmm. And the third part mm-hmm. of Manobal building is learn and practice a team sport. Oh, wow. Why? Because it's your ego that gets in the way of things. And there's no better ego management than a team sport because you cannot win unless you think about us, mm-hmm. not you think about you. Because you're thinking about you all day, 24 by 7. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. The problem is you need to start practicing thinking about us. Mm-hmm. And team sports do that like anything. Mm-hmm. Choral singing, yeah. bhajan singing together. Mm-hmm. Team activities, mm-hmm. team sports. They do that. Okay, mm-hmm. practice that. So those are your three things to do mm-hmm. every day from doing action point of view that build manobal. Okay. And team sport means you have a group of people, you have to coordinate, you have to show up, you have to be on time, you can waste other people's time, you have to have equipment, you have mm-hmm. to be planned. All of this now come kicks in mm-hmm. and protects you from just doing things the way you do or you feel like doing or not doing if you don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. They prevent from what is called runaway stupid passion. Right? <laughs> now you are disciplined. Yeah. By other people. Okay. Now let's talk about oh, you're out of time. Mm-hmm. So there's one other idea, I'll say it very quickly. And that is that you know your mind has two main ideas that will get in your way every day. One is I feel happy, I feel good mm-hmm. for wrong things and for right things. Or I feel terrible, I feel bad. I don't feel like doing it. Right? I feel ha- I feel good. I feel bad. Two ideas. Mm-hmm. At the end of that thought, no action has happened. No good result has happened. No success has been built. And you need to learn mm-hmm. that these two ideas don't matter. Action matters. Okay. What did I get done? That's it. Mm-hmm. And these ideas, they they go up and down, up and down your whole life. Ignore them. Mm-hmm. And ignoring, ignoring them is manobal, is the willpower. That's where you use willpower, not to sit on a, not to sit on a, on a thorn and, and deal with the pain. You can if you have to in the worst case. Mm-hmm. But the real power is will, real willpower is being used to ignore. I feel good. I feel better. I feel mm-hmm. What needs to be done? Okay. So when we say what needs to be done after you get it done. You already feel good about that. You may. Right? You may. You You said, oh, yeah, I've accomplished these things. These were my list of... You may. Okay. But you may not. Because you may have 15 other things you already get done. Okay. So that's okay. Okay. So ignore the feel good. (laughs) You just just concluded. Yes. That at the end of you... No. Okay. Don't use that. When you use that, you just strengthen your weak side, the dark side again. Hmm. Yes, that feels good. As a neutral observer, you observe it. Next time we'll talk about how to g- gain this neutral neutral POV, mm. neutral point of view, neutral perspective, oh, nice. not attached perspective. Okay. okay, because I wanted to cover that. That's a whole show in itself. Sure, sure. Okay, okay. But 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 when you do things that you need to do, mm. you'll feel good. You don't get attached to that. You say, "What needs to be done next?" Mm. I feel good about that. Yes. Good. Okay. Because it's done, uh-huh. not because I'm enjoying the feeling. Oh. Okay, okay. So that detachment has to be there. Okay. What needs to be done next? Next. 
then when you do a st- 10 of these good things in a row mm. then you have a good night's sleep that's what you want mm. not i felt good i felt good look ma no hands <laughs> yeah Right. Okay, great, wonderful topic. I think, and then we good, get quite, good questions too. <laughs> thank yes. you. Yeah, and uh, thank you so much for listening to us, and uh, you know, we wait for see your see response. You. Yes. See you next time. Yes, and and remember, Namaste from Yamini. And remember, the online samosa which is strong muscle samosa. Yes. Namaste.